0: What's up? This is ROH World Heavyweight Champion Cody Rhodes, and you're watching Ringmasters. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's Ringmasters. I am Chad, and joining me is the Omega to my Alpha...
1: I'm Austin and i um, it's weird that you named me omega because I don't I've not seen a Kenny omega. I, mean, I said you were
0: the alpha to my omega. I thought
1: you said you were the omega to my alpha. I, I don't know.
0: We're going to have to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to go back and
1: relisten, but 2 minutes but, in you've already botched.
0: Yeah, listen, you know, I uh yeah, uh, no excuses, yeah. That's yeah, a thing.
1: But yeah, welcome guys to the Ringmasters podcast. It's been one hell of a weekend oh wrestling God, news. Yeah, it has. I mean, but not only not only in um, outside of WWE, but inside WWE, coming off of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live, which emanated from
0: Manchester, England, and yeah, it's been crazy as hell. Um, real quickly, made Survivor Series sound like a way more appealing show. It's,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, like even if you look at the 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 Team Raw Team SmackDown Elimination match, like that even looks like stacked as all hell. Just considering the fact that of who they have on each team, like it's. Because at first I was like, yeah, Raw's got this in the back, but now I'm just kind of like, uh, there could be a chance. There could be a chance.
0: There's one member on Team SmackDown that I'm a little confused on, and we'll touch upon that when we get to it. Uh
1: But But real quick, earlier in the week, we heard the news that uh, Chris Jericho has arrived in New Japan Pro Wrestling and has challenged Kenny Omega. The Alpha versus the Omega. The best in the world, Chris Jericho, is facing Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. So
0: I was watching the New Japan show, uh, Power Struggle. Um, I was watching it. You know, the match was Kenny Omega versus Tremperetta for the U.S. title, and it was an okay match. You know, Tremperetta had a good showing, but Kenny Omega, you know, basically, you know, showed why he's Kenny Omega. Then after the match, you know, he's in the ring and he's like saying, like, "I've beaten everybody in New Japan. Like, who's left?" Like. Nobody like, come on, guys, who in the locker room wants to challenge me? Nobody comes out. He goes to the fans and goes, and if you guys want to challenge me, and then he starts like saying like, I am the best. No one can touch me. And it's like Japanese. And Kenny Omega is just on another whole planet of incre- and, like incredible wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then like he he does this catchphrase where he does the Bullet Club thing and says, good night, goodbye and good night. And then like the lights go off. Right. And I I showed you the video. Yeah. But, I, I saw it online. Yeah. yeah. But then like, you know, the countdown, the signature Chris Jericho countdown. And you know, I'm watching it and I I don't know what's happening cuz no one suspects it's going to be Chris Jericho. Of course not. And then Chris Jericho's face pops up on my TV and I lo- I screamed like a little girl after <laughs> on Christmas. Like I I was it was insane, dude. Like watching that happen live. Oh, I am. It was one of the few moments where me watching professional wrestling made me a little kid again. Like, you marked out. I, like I, a Oh, I marked effort. out like a madman. Like I was like, <laughs> like, like. like you remember the video when the uh, commentator was like Chris Jericho? It's Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. That was me. I was like, oh my god, it's Chris Jericho! It
1: reminds me. It's probably the same amount, Like when I mar- I marked out when Sami Zayn saved Kevin Owens at Hell in a yeah. Cell. I was shaking when I yeah. saw that.
0: I like and like and then Chris Jericho's like you're a hell of a performer, Kenny Omega, you know, but I'm the best in the world. And I know you call yourself the best in the world. And then he, like, name-drops CM Punk and Shawn Michaels, and I was like,
1: oh! Yeah, all of these guys have claimed to be the best in the world, but I'm still here. Yeah, and... They're gone. And
0: it's incredible. And then he challenges, because in New Japan, you have to you have to verbally challenge people to, like, so... Yeah. Yeah, so he, he challenges Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 12, which is probably the second biggest wrestling show in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. There's the, WrestleMania, yeah. there's Wrestle Kingdom, and arguably, wrestling-wise, Wrestle Kingdom's above it, but WrestleMania is top. WrestleMania
1: is the spectacle. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom is the just right. giant fight night. So then he
0: challenges Kenny Omega, and oh my God, it was incredible. I got chills. Like, I was, he literally was like, it's gonna be Alpha, I'm the Alpha, versus Omega, and I was like, oh my That's God. That's a great line,
1: too. That's yeah. a great line to sell the pay-per-view. And
0: then, so then... The the, the, end, the end of the show was uh, Tanahashi and uh, Kota Ibushi for the IC title, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't even remember the match. I know it was great, but I was so excited about <laughs> about Omega versus Jericho. You were that just too out of it. I didn't. I started tweeting. Like I texted you. Yeah. Like it was incredible. And then apparently, apparently WWE had no idea it was happening. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they found out when we all did.
1: I guess so. Yeah, I mean that seems like something Jericho would do because like he's been in the business so long that he could do something like yeah, that. my contra- my contract's up. I'm already in Japan right now.
0: Yeah, and it's funny too because I don't know if I don't know if you follow Chris Jericho too, roughly on Twitter, but he has a, a, a next October he has he's doing a wrestling cruise. What? Which I want to get tickets for. I want to do ringmasters at. Oh. the Chris, He's doing a Chris Jericho wrestling cruise, and there's like a whole bunch of rock bands scheduled, like. And then there's also a bunch of wrestling. They're doing a Ring of Honor tournament. That's in, Ring of Honor at Sea. That's and, insane. And he's been like feuding with Jericho with on Kenny Omega on Twitter, saying like, "Oh, you know, they say you're the the best wrestler to ever come out of Canada, but that's me, Junior." And like, yeah. saying he works for like the minor leagues and like cause just just you know shooting these angles against Kenny oh, Omega. Yeah. And I thought they were building towards a match on their cruise ship. You wish. I yeah. literally thought we were going to see. O- o- I thought it was going to be for the cruise <laughs> ship. That <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, like I literally was th- thought. Oh, okay, we're going to get Jericho Omega at his Ring of Honor cruise ship show. Like, what? That's cool. And you know, there's o- there's other other names like Mick Foley, DDPs, advertised to be there. Damn, like it's going to be pretty. It's like I think it's called like rock and wrestling at sea or something. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Now,
1: now, I've actually been on multiple cruise ships with my family. We've been on, like, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, Carnival. Royal Caribbean by far being our favorites. Um, I actually had my first kiss on a, on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Oh, man. So that that holds a special place oh, in man. my heart. It Disney was, magic. No, not Disney. It was Royal Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish it was Disney Magic. That would been even, <laughs> that would been even funnier. But yeah, I think it's awesome that they're doing that on a cruise ship though, because yeah. like if, if you've never been on a cruise ship before, like there's so much fun because like the idea is like just you get to go to all these cool places. But even the I enjoy the days at sea a lot more because then like you have all the activities that they do on the cruise ship. You get to meet like so many people and like you're all riding the same ship for like a week or something like that. Yeah. And then like you you build these friendships that like last a long time. Like I still keep in contact with some friends that I. I've met on a cruise ship. Yeah. It's like it's just such a cool experience. Now to have
0: wrestling on that, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, it's funny because the, the cruise is in October and my birthday is in October. So if anyone's looking for a good birthday uh, <laughs> present for your boy, you boy, know, <laughs> I will gladly love to go on. You know the Jer- Jer- Jericho cruise ship. Oh yeah.
1: I but, wonder where I wonder where they're heading though. Like uh, if they're going Caribbean or if they're gonna go like. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be I, that'd be interesting to see where they decide to go with that because like they, they have multiple destinations right. that you can go. But the majority do do the caribbean mm-hmm. because it's just like it's an easy des- destination because yeah. everyone's like it's the caribbean
0: yeah but back on the wrestling topic exactly. <laughs> but yeah Chris Jericho and Omega I think it's going to be great uh I don't think it's going to be the best match on the show but just as a fanboy of both of these wrestlers I know for a, f- I know this is a dream match for me and I think everybody who can call themselves a wrestling fan like I
1: feel like everyone who's a wrestling fan even if you're like me and have never watched Wrestle King a Wrestle Kingdom show all the way through or a New Japan show all the way through. In fact, or seeing a Kenny Omega match, or any of that kind of stuff. Just the just the idea that you get to see Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega that's enough to sell your pay per view like right there. Yeah, like, I for, know.
0: I know you said like, oh, I'm in. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, they got me now. Yeah. They got me
1: now. It's all over from here. Like, I'm just gonna be all into New Japan after this show. I'm sure of it. And
0: we and we're we're gonna cover Wrestle Kingdom right from when, when we absolutely, get. Yeah, I absolutely, I
1: feel like I'm, there's no way we can't cover a show like Wrestle Kingdom because right. like. It's just such a huge event in general. Um yeah, and I know that we're pl- you're planning on showing me Omega versus Okada. Is that correct? Is that yeah. who it is? Yeah, yeah. cuz I've never seen that and yeah. I've heard so much about Oh, that's about the that.
0: best match I've ever seen. <clears throat> like, yeah. I've never I've seen, seen a good it. amount of wrestling matches. So, yeah. it's an hour. The o- o- only
1: New Japan match I've ever seen is uh AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom 10 oh, before they both left. Yeah, another that match King- was insane. Yeah. That got me super hyped for Kenny Omega and
0: Okada's better. Oh yeah. Which tells you how Shit. good that match is. Oh my god! No, it's an hour. I'm warning you. It's it's Dude, a long I've, one.
1: I last I lasted John Cena Randy Orton's Iron uh, one hour Iron <laughs> Man match, which was kind of just a a ma- massive mess ma- in a, in, a, in a in a sense. Just seeing like I like halfway through the match, like Randy Orton decides I'm gonna blow up John Cena. It's like slamming on the pyrotechnics board and then just tries to blow him up. Yeah, that's I lasted an hour for that. Now I can if I can last an hour for that, I think I can last an hour for this.
0: Truth, truth.
1: But, yeah, now getting on to Monday Night Raw, which uh, started in Manchester, England. Um, first of all, there were no LED p- ring posts for UK. They don't get those, apparently. Apparently not. Yeah, they, they just get the normal steel ones. Leave those for the good old US of A. Yep, that's what we get. Um, but we had uh, Miz TV with Kurt Angle, uh, which first, the Miz immediately shouted off uh, at uh, Baron Corbin, finally mentioning the actual like Twitter feud that they've been having. There was a "Who's Your Daddy?" chance at um <laughs> That's at, at Miz, but basically, yeah, it, like Baron, Cor- he just lit into Baron Corbin in that promo, and like at that point, like you got to imagine that like like just Miz going at Baron Corbin, whether he wants to or not, he's gonna be the babyface in this feud. Oh yeah,
0: and I, you know, Miz looking into the hard cam, being red in the face, just screaming is my favorite Miz. Yeah, like the where He's just like, oh, I'm the best, and no one ever gives me any respect for it. Yeah, like, like his talking how smack. How dare you talk his about smack my wife?
1: Swinging, yeah. like Like he's just got like just like bloodshed in his eyes, and he's just yeah. passionate about what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, that's the best. Well, because like people can do that, but like not a lot of people believe you when you do do that because yeah. like you're just like you're just you're just reading from a script. Miz is just shouting and like speaking from the heart. But yeah, after that we had uh, Kurt Angle come out for Miz TV. Um, one other thing I love about, I'm uh, continue to c- talk about the UK stage. They finally got rid of the stupid phone booth in the car. Oh, yeah. And it's like, but they, yeah. and then, of course, everyone's like, well, how are they going to know if they're in the UK? You, gonna- s-
0: you say they're in the UK. How are we going to know we're not in the UK if there's no Doctor Who TARDIS on, exactly. the, on the ramp? Like, how are we
1: not going to know that if we don't have, like, a giant Margaret Thatcher standing on the fucking board? <laughs>
0: That's like being like, how like like you think of like, ch- like, live events in, like, China. It's like, how are we going to know they're in China if there's not a giant wall? <laughs> Your audience
1: knows that you're yeah. there in China. You don't need to remind them they're in yeah. China. Oh man, exactly. I forgot where
0: I was at. First. Dude, I
1: totally forgot where we were. Thank you for reminding yeah. me. Like, oh, but, is
0: there is there like a <laughs> is there a uh, you know a, a crying man in a Lions jersey when they go to Detroit? Like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I need I need to be reminded something
1: like that. Um, but Daniel. Uh, Miz immediately told Kurt Angle, like, you you don't need to apologize to Daniel Bryan for what happened last week on Raw. You need to apologize to Curtis Axel for getting murdered by Braun Strowman. And Kurt just got furious and decided, you know what? You're facing Braun Strowman tonight for the IC Championship. Was it for the IC Championship? I don't think it was for I the IC Championship because Braun no.
0: won, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it oh, wasn't yeah, for you, the IC title. No, last week was when he defended his IC Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Matt. That's what I got Matt. Defu- that's what I got confused. But yeah, so Miz has to face Braun Strowman. And then the match that I was dreading the most—they immediately th- threw to the start of the show was the Elias Sampson versus Jason Jordan guitar, guitar on a, pole, on a match. pole
0: match. I mean, like Man.
1: they feel. I feel like they, the WWE knows like how much people joke about the something on a pole
0: match. I love it, but like
1: <laughs> I don't understand why they keep doing it because it's just a stupid oh, freaking I think it, concept.
0: See, I don't know. I like my wrestling to be a little stupid. So I was all about the guitar on a pole match. You know, uh, Grant, if there was ever going to be a wrestling match that got you into wrestling, it's the guitar. No, on a pole it's not. Match. This that is
1: definitely not that match. <laughs> but um, it was funny though, just seeing Elias trying to walk out to the stage, pretending like he's holding his guitar, but then he looks at his hand and just like, it's not
0: there. And then he's like, I'm gonna sing a song for all of yeah, you. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing a. I'm gonna sing a, uh, I'm gonna sing a acapella. But. Um, He's like, I, when he goes for his, and I have just one question for everyone, I heard someone in the crowd shout, I will marry you! <laughs> and funny. I was just like, you, Mark. And then like he's like, he asked what song that, that he, he thinks they, he, everyone wants him to sing, and he's like, Wonderwall! And then everyone's like, yeah! And he's like, well, too bad, I wrote an original. I'm like, nice, he'll work. So he starts, he starts like he's going to sing acapella, Jason Jordan comes out. So the match was garbage. It's yeah. it's it's what you expect from a something on a pole match. It's just, like, it's stupid, like, because, like, you're just trying. It's, like, all they're doing is beating each other up so one of them can climb up a pole and grab something. So Elias ends up grabbing the guitar, but Jordan's able to avoid it, and then Jordan hits Elias with his guitar, and Jason Jordan wins the match. I was just like, eh.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, what else are you going to have either of them do? Exactly. But like I mean, like I feel like
1: you don't need to base it around the guitar. Like I feel like you can have like wrestling matches between them. Um, like I, I you could even just done, just <laughs> done an, a, an extreme rules match or a no holds barred match, and then the guitar get you, yeah. gets used. You don't need to saddle your match all around. Like you have to use the guitar because if you have an extreme rules match, you can imagine one of them is going to use the guitar.
0: Right. Or you know when Jason Jordan threw you know heads of lettuce and produce at, at Elias, they could have fought like a. A supermarket. You
1: know. We would have gotten stone like a recreation <laughs> oh, of Stone Cold and Booker, and Booker T. T, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Price jack on Jack. Are they having the cabbage on a pole match next week? Oh like... Christ.
1: <laughs> Anything like we'll have bananas on a pole match. It's yeah. like and then we'll bring uh uh, Judy Bagwell back. Put her on a forklift.
0: <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a forklift. She, she still
1: around? <laughs> let's put Judy back on there. It's like let's. It's, I'd imagine they just call like Judy. We need you again. I'm, she's like, I'm not standing on a forklift again. I'm still on the forklift. <laughs> no one ever came and got me down. Uh, yeah. But then we had Asuka versus Jobber Um, I believe her name was Stacy Coates. Yep. And uh, yeah, Black's girlfriend. Oh really? Yep. I actually did not she know actually
0: that. I got to try
1: it after this. All right, now I, I got to ask you about this because I, I I kept noticing it ever since Asuka arrived on the main roster. Mm-hmm. The pause before her entrance song, like yeah. it, it it like it goes black, her, the mask shows up and then the song starts. Yeah. Now like in NXT, it was just the mask and the song started at the exact same time, which i think is a million times better yeah i don't get the pause like do, do you do you feel the same way or do you like does it not bother you that i didn't much? even
0: notice it to be honest really i didn't notice it it's just
1: weird because it's like it's <laughs> like you you'd imagine like that'd be the part for your pop but like it's like you hear you show it and then like the pop's supposed to happen and then yeah. the song starts but my, my mindset goes to well if vince was so pissed off about seth Rollins' pause in his entrance music why do we have a giant pause at the beginning of Asuka's? yeah
0: no i didn't even notice it i'll, I'll look for it next time but- you
1: You'll notice it and then you won't be able to not not, notice, not notice it. it. Yeah. Because it's so like it's like literally like four seconds of silence while the mask is up there and then you just hear the boom. Okay. It's like it's really weird. But then Alicia Fox was like, Attention everyone, this is your cap raw smack raw captain speaking. Asuka is now a member of Team Raw. Now SmackDown's dead.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, there's no way that like When like okay, so you have to put Asuka on the card. It's Asuka. Exactly. And there's really no other match you could have put her in but this one. But that also does kill who's going to win now. Because there's no way there's no way Asuka gets pinned and eliminated. Yeah. Which would also have to then mean that there's no way she loses.
1: Unless like unless they attack her backstage and then like she's she gets she can't come out and compete. Like Uh, let's say like the entire raw the entire SmackDown Team just completely swarms Asuka, yeah, and then she can't wrestle, and then it becomes four on or, five.
0: If you want, you could they could do that. They could do that same thing where the, they attack her before the show. It's four on five, and then like you know, the last person left is like let's say like Sasha. You know, Sasha. Sasha gets pinned. They celebrate because they they think they win. The bell doesn't ring though. And then all of a sudden Asuka then storms the ring, kills would, all five of them, and that would then be wins good. the match. That would be good, but I feel
1: like everyone wants to see Asuka though. Yeah. That, like more than just like her showing up at the end of the match. So no, That's the thing I feel too. Like, like I want
0: to see her in a one on one match. Like, don't get me wrong, like I would rather if she's not going to single handedly destroy all five members, I'd almost rather just not have her on this pay-per-view. Yeah. Cause like, you know what I mean? If if, if she only eliminates like one person or, like, two people, and then, like, everybody else does all the work. Like, yeah, you still get Asuka. She still destroys them. But I don't want to see her as a team player. You know, she's she's above the women's roster, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, at this point, yeah, because, like, she's, like, because nobody's like her. Like, nobody nobody can bring that kind of, like, just giant star power because of the fact that she hasn't been beaten okay. she's the female
0: goldberg now correct me cuz i'm not 100% sure is carmella on the smackdown women's Survivor series team no she's not so it would make so i mean like there you go Asuka, carmella boom a mm-hmm. match you could have raw versus smackdown
1: boom exactly it's like it really doesn't make all that sense as to why carmella just not appearing on the yeah. show and
0: then you can have and then you could have uh, carmella jab to Asuka, and then later on that night cash in her money in the bank briefcase Become the champion. Yeah. she could, And then that, that automatically writes the wrong of her of like you're automatically like we then forget that she lost to Asuka. Yeah. Asuka looks strong because she beat a, a, a name. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's the way to go. Um, I don't have but I don't have a problem with her being on the women's team though. I don't either. I'm just worried they're going to like mess up her booking and have her get pinned.
1: Yeah. Well if they have her get pinned in a Survivor Series match like that's going to infuriate me so much. Yeah me too. Um, but yeah, after that, we were supposed to get Titus O'Neil versus Samoa Joe, but Joe attacked Titus and Apollo before the match even started, threw Apollo, basically just came up through Apollo, off the stage, like, by Apollo, and then just completely beat up Titus, put him in the Kokita Clutch, and then uh, Samoa Joe calls out for an actual challenge, and Finn Balor comes this out. This match was great. This match was very good, yeah, it was good to see this NXT rematch, and... Um, when Finn dived onto Joe, he basically like flew over him almost. Yeah. It was crazy. But it ended up ending in a double count out after Joe threw Finn up the mat, up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Um which I mean, I know that's gonna upset people, but at the same time, like there's it, no there's, there's no, no way. There's no wow. way you can actually pick a legitimate winner yeah. out of this. Both like, of
0: these two had to be strong. Um both of these guys can not eat a loss, but both of these guys shouldn't eat a loss. Yeah. You know, if you're especially if you're playing like I, I think i I think I heard that you know, their next plan after Survivor Series is to do Brock versus Finn for, Mm. like, Rumble. So you can't have Finn Balor lose here, but also Samoa Joe can't lose because Samoa Joe is a killer. So I am totally fine with the booking of this match.
1: Yeah, and there was a great moment, too, where, like, um, Finn and Joe, like... Well, first of all, Finn and Samoa Joe were added to Team Raw um, for for uh, for the SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series matchup, which I was, like... Wow, that's great. Um, you have two people that basically hate each other. Kurt, I think your plan is starting to backfire a little bit. Um, but and also I just love it how he he Kurt comes out to break it up and guys he goes, listen, listen, listen. Survivor Series is the only night of the year where Raw and Smack don't go head to head in competition. He reads it like a goddamn fucking. Yeah, he he does. reads
0: it like a robot. Listen, listen. Survivor Series is the only. Yeah, no, I, I, that's I exactly, thought that's the same thing. That's exactly. Like, well, I mean, like, it's Michael just like, Cole's back there with those the lies. Like, can card you read this? <laughs> with
1: the script. Car- no, Car- like, Vince grabbed him, like, before then and is just like, you're gonna say that lie. You're gonna right say Right as
0: you come out. You repeat it to yourself over and over again. You gotta <laughs> imagine
1: that, like, Vince has that on the loud speaker just saying that like 24-7 24-7 for all the superstars so they oh, yeah. remember when they cut a promo well, they like, have to
0: mention that well it's like when Survivor when they do SummerSlam and they're like it's the biggest party of the summer like but or at least but at or, least, with, or with Wrestlemania it's the ultimate thrill ride but at <laughs> least
1: but at least it like it's short but like that whole like <laughs> it's just it's the only night of the year where Raw and Smackdown go head to head in competition that is not an like <laughs>
0: you could just say it's Raw versus Smackdown yeah. and then you're done yeah this is the only night where it's Raw versus Smackdown yeah exactly Exactly. Yeah. That's all you needed to the say. The only time the Raw and SmackDown guys wrestle, boom. Exactly. It's,
1: it's <laughs> like it's the only time you see Raw, G- Raw, face off against SmackDown or SmackDown face off against Raw. Yeah. It's like that's all you need to say. You don't need to say a warfare. In, you don't need to say it's in in head to head competition. Like yeah. we get what it means. It's SmackDown versus Raw. You made video games based around this. <laughs> But yeah, it's Fantasy Warfare just got real. That was one of the bad ones, too. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, Christ, you're working so hard trying to make this sound cool, but it's not working. But yeah, Miz, like they cut to Miz backstage who was walking back and forth and was just completely petrified of of facing off against um, Braun Strowman. And of course, the Miztourage did not help. And then we had Jason Jordan being added as the final member of Team Raw. Which I mean, we kind of all saw coming. Yeah, and it was like, it was like he's like you, you beat uh, you beat Elias. Like you're gonna be the next final member. And Then Jason's I need like someone I can trust. It's like I, Jason's like a happy child and stuff like that. It's like thanks, Dad. You will not regret this. I, I'm gonna make you so proud.
0: He's totally going heal a Survivor Series. Please. Uh, I want, I want the final two to be him and Jason Jordan facing off against like, you know, th- like some SmackDown guys, and then like. Jason Jordan just turns around like Angle slams Kurt Angle and leaves. That's oh, what I want. Oh yeah. Like I would, you know what, you know what I want? I would love it if it ends up being sh- like the final, that like Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. Right. That's the the last three guys in the match, and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. Like let's say Shane does like a a move, like a spot where he like jumps off a table and like they move and he like he's on the ring outside the ring like hurting. Yeah. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn get in the ring and they're staring off, and it's like Jordan and Angle and. Owens and, and Sami Zayn, and they're squaring off. And then Jordan angle slams him and, and leaves. And then Owens and, and Sami Zayn beat him up and then throw Shane over him. Because then you get Owens and Sami Zayn giving SmackDown the victory... And we get Jason and being like the only reason you guys won is because of us. Yeah, and then we still get Jason Jordan turning heel on Angle. Exactly. That's yeah. how I would book the ending of that match. I
1: think that would be a strong ending, and I I just I just want to see exactly what they can do. I'm not very good at trying to book uh, elimination matches. Yeah, it's just like because then you got to be like who pins who, who goes like who survives to the end, like how many people are left. It's like I want to see what they do. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. That would definitely be an interesting ending to it. Um. But. After that, we had Nia Jax and Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks and Bayley, who were like, you deserve, you should have us on this team. The fact you don't have us on this team is ridiculous. Um, There was a, hey, Bayley, which is crazy to think that Bayley is only getting cheered outside of the States, just because of how poorly she's been booked. Yeah. And um, so, it was a decent match, I feel like, and um, there was a great spot where Nia stepped on Bayley's ponytail and just started pulling her up. Like, that was a cool spot. Banks' statement to Alicia Fox, and then Sasha and Bailey get the win, and then he's like, she's like, Bossy Banks, I need you on my team. So Bailey gets left in the dust.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. I thought, I, I still think their long term plan is to do a Sasha versus Bailey feud. Yeah. And um, so, and I think to do that, you need a, a heel uh, Sasha. So, uh-huh. I don't know if it makes more sense to have Bailey on and then that could be a reason for Sasha to turn. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with Bailey not being on the card and it's again because she's booked so poorly that I don't really care about her.
1: Exactly. Which sucks
0: to say cuz Bailey used to be my favorite women's wrestler that they had. Yeah. Like
1: it's like I don't understand how you could how you could ruin a character just like that like that because like you're ba- it's basically a female John Cena, but you make her like like I didn't come here to fight. I just came here to put smiles on people's faces. Faces. Then why are you wrestling? Yeah, no one. Want, I don't want
0: to hear my wrestler be like. I don't want to fight. I want to hug.
1: The fight. <laughs> the the moment that immediately killed Bailey for me was when she did the kendo stick on a pole match, and, and she grabbed qu- the kendo stick and couldn't, and use, couldn't it. use it. I'm yeah. like. Are you stupid? Why would you accept this match if you didn't want to hit someone with a kendo That's stick?
0: That's it irritates me. Also,
1: it's like you have it makes literally no sense. She had, it like, made
0: an inner struggle. Yeah, of, I can't it made
1: it. it made Bailey look stupid. Yeah. It made her look weak. It just like that was the reason why people were booing Bailey for a while. Like when I went to NXT Takeover and Bailey was on the screen, people were booing Bailey, and I was like, I was trying to be like, no, guys, Bailey's great. But then I look back at everything, I'm like, oh god damn it. I'm just like. <laughs> Why did you have to do this well, to Bailey? What made
0: me start not liking Bailey is when Byron Saxon started being a fan. Oh, of course, <laughs> because I because Byron hate, ruins everything. Because I have to hate everything Byron Saxon enjoys. Of course, because that's just how I. That's am. just how it works. Oh my God! It's Bailey! It's the wacky waving arm flailing tube man. Yeah, wacky I waving inflatable arm flailing
1: tube Saxton. man. Like, yep, yep. Of course, it's always. I want to
0: be a Bailey buddy. It I always, want you to leave. It
1: always comes back to Byron Saxton. Um, and then now we come to the Braun Strowman versus the Miz match, and Braun just basically throws Miz around, um, Bo gets kicked and Curtis gets thrown, Miz gets thrown into Bo and Axel, but it's gotta be Kane, and Kane comes out, and he, uh, Braun actually hits Kane with a running power slam, um, but, uh, Kane ends up waking back up, and then just like... I think I can't remember how that ended, but Kane woke back up and yep. I think choke slammed, uh, yeah, choke slammed it. Braun. So yeah, Miz won by DQ. Um, I'm 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 wondering if they're gonna book this match for for Survivor Series or if they're gonna wait for the next show, considering the fact that they're so high on their horses for Raw
0: versus SmackDown. Well, there'd be no way they could. Well, I mean, because Miz is already booked in a match, Braun's in the Survivor Series match, so Kane just isn't gonna have. I mean, Kane is probably gonna get involved. Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure the Braun will probably get eliminated because Kane does something. Uh huh. Because I think I do think their long their their money match is Braun Kane. I would save that for WrestleMania if I'm being honest with you. You think so? I I think there's enough juice there, and you know WrestleMania really isn't that far away. Like yes, it's in April. It's November, but really when you think about it, there's a lot, especially if you're having him feud with the entire Miz in general. Like, there's enough to where you could have him do a little mini program with Miz and the Miz Taraj, have him win the IC belt, and then, like, start defending it against little random feuds while the main focus is still Kane. Uh huh. To where you could then use your feud to make it Kane Braun. Because I do think that's your money match. Do okay. I think they will? No, they'll probably have Kane versus Braun Strowman the next week on Raw, and then that'll be the end of it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's like they just—they're so long-term sh-
0: storytelling. Yeah, isn't the thing.
1: long-term, long, long-term storytelling is dumb. Yeah,
0: we're gonna blow all of our. It's like w- we're gonna spots. give it away
1: on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one thing I wanted to comment on was when uh, Seth and Dean were backstage talking about their tag match. Uh, they do the little shield thing and then they walk away and Renee's and just Renee like, does yeah, I love Renee Renee, she's, she's so freaking cute. Like yeah. I like I, at first I, when I found out that her and Dean were dating, I'm like, oh, that's adorable. But at the same time, I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> it's funny too." like like knowing that Dean Ambrose and Renee Young are like a couple like and they're I, I think they're married now. I, yeah I don't I don't know for
1: sure I don't keep up with the Total Divas like marriage and Oh neither do style. I.
0: I don't give a shit about Total Divas. <laughs> but but I am pretty sure they're married. But See, watching but watching them interact and like seeing how like they're like just like so like happy and in love with one another that they smile during promos but also are trying to keep it professional cuz like they can't know like kayfabe fabe that were together. Yeah,
1: we it's all such remember a, it's we all, adorable. We all remember what happened when Ruru and Lana tweeted out their, yeah. uh, their wedding picture. Yeah. That like, was nice. I don't
0: want to get sappy here, but as a guy who was also planning a wedding, you know, when I see Dean Ambrose yeah. and Renee Young do the shield fists, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Relationship goals. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> see, I, I I don't I don't I never watched Total Divas. I did like catch it every once in a while. Not a,
0: not a second have I viewed. I actually
1: watched Total Bellas and oh. uh it was just kinda to see what Daniel Bryan was up to. And it just mm-hmm. made me depressed because like this was right after he yeah. was tired Mm -hmm. and he was miserable and I was just like oh oh, I care about you more than anything else in this show I just want to see you wrestle just to make you happy yeah
0: I was just like god dang it well we can will be able. To, he'll be able to be super happy in 2019 when he faces Cody for the Ring of Honor title. Oh
1: God, please. <laughs> um. Yeah. Now I. Now I actually do end up watching. Um. I do end up watching Total Divas with my friend uh, Sadie mm-hmm. because Alexa Bliss is now on, mm-hmm. and that is like she is all over that. Yeah. She was like, I'm watching this every. I watched the first episode, and the, honestly, the best part was when, out of all of it, was when Nia, Nia was getting eaten out by Maurice, and Maurice was just shouting at her like, "You don't know anything about respect," because Nia is like. Oh, it sucks you can't do this anymore or whatnot because yeah. you're pregnant and all that stuff or whatever. And then Maurice is yelling at her and Naya is ne- yelling at her. And just um, Alexa's in the back, just like, just get me out of here, please.
0: That sounds like an an enjoying piece of t- television. That's about as enjoyable <laughs> as
1: reality TV can get. Oh, honestly, hey, for me. I'm sure
0: talking to a hardcore survivor fan over here. Okay, okay. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Yep. Well, Wrestling. honestly,
1: <laughs> a- after that was Enzo. Like, that was just oh, this like, is the best
0: part of the whole show. Well, it
1: was it was the best part after Enzo got the crap kicked out of him. There were, we want Neville chance, boring chance. The commentators started talking over when, Enzo. When
0: Enzo said, when they did the, we want Neville chance, when he said, I ran him out of town, that was a cool line. That was a cool line, yeah. But like, it's crazy too, because
1: like, the commentators started talking over Neville. Yeah. I mean, not over Neville, over Enzo. I was just like, you can obviously see how much people care about Enzo's talking now, because the commentators are talking over him. And then... Pete, Pete freaking done. Pete Dunn comes out or should I say uh, Kurt Angle comes out to Pete Dunn's entrance music.
0: <laughs> Pete Dunn's music hits, huge pop. It's Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, he comes out. I feel like that was a mistake that on the, was totally yeah, that a was a total mis-
1: miscue because like he's just out here. I, I, allow me to introduce to you your opponent. His name's on the TitanTron, Kurt. <laughs> It's like I, I, feel like he should have just like improvised at that point and just went, "Ladies and gentlemen, Pete, Pete done," yeah. and then he comes out. Yeah, but yeah, because like it, the fact that he was trying to build it up while his music was already playing was just like. Oh God, but it's the cruiserweight versus God. the bruiserweight. Yeah. Oh the
0: bruiserweight Pete Dunn. He knocked Enzo <sighs> Pete silly. Dunne. Pete Dunn is the is the goddamn man. Let me oh, just yeah. say that. I love Pete Dunn.
1: I s I'm I was so glad to see Pete Dunn on Monday Night Raw. I'm mm-hmm. glad when I see really any of the UK stars on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Because you look at the UK. Cha- you ended up. You watched the UK uh, tournament, right? Oh, every right? second of
0: it. It was great. Yeah,
1: it was wonderful. And like you look at that, and then you also take a look at like what they are doing on on the main roster on NXT. They're not given much. They're, they're they do a lot more on the independents, like on in progress, right. more than they do on actual well, the show.
0: And you know, I also watch ICW, and, and I've seen progress. So yeah. Well, I mean, we when saw I see, yeah. when I see these guys who I've seen before the UK tournament. On the UK tournament, it makes me want to see them even more. And then when like you know they said oh we're getting that UK show, and then we never got it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's upsetting. Yeah, and it was weird
1: too, cause like you, cause now you're seeing like Triple H show up on ICW. Yeah. Like which was really weird. That was really cool. It was cool, yeah, but it was really weird. But I was like, you're looking at this too, and I'm like, it, cause then they threw, cause then they ended up throwing the the uh, UK stars on two hundred five live the next night, um, and I was just like. It's like because you're looking at it because like I, I at NXT Takeover Brooklyn three they did have a tag match between Mustache Mountain Pete and Pete Dunn and oh God uh, who was the other one it was it was the it was the NXT they recorded before Takeover actually started it was a uh, Pete Dunn and I can't remember I'm must- a
0: It was Wolfgang.
1: Wolfgang, yes. It was Wolfgang and Pete Dunne versus Mustache Mountain. So it was like, it was great that we got to see actually the UK talent and the UK championship on NXT. But like, you look at that and you're like, man, these guys should be putting on yeah. title matches that and just completely blow everything out of the water. And
0: wasn't wasn't Joseph Connors on 205 Live? He was, yeah, yeah which he was. was. Really
1: cool. It was cool to see Joseph Connors at all, because like, yeah. I, I remember the first time I ever saw him was in WCPW, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, yeah. like this I, guy's good. All
0: of the great, like Huxley, uh, Joseph Connors, I think Mark Andrews is on 205 yep. Live, and I I was pumped. I thought it was really cool to see all of them. Exactly, but so uh, so uh, Pete Dunne. Hopefully, he sticks around and it will be on Raw long term. Yeah, um, I really want them to make that UK title. Like, I want I want to see it defended more. Yeah, like, I know he's defending it against Johnny Gargano at NXT Takeover.
1: Yeah, I, um, I heard I heard rumors that they weren't even going to put that on the network.
0: The heard- the match with him and. Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I heard that I that, that wasn't even going to be I on the hope network, it is, but I mean, that would that wouldn't surprise me. They do a lot of really dumb things.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> like I that, I heard that and I was just like, "No, you need to find a spot for this on your pay-per-view because like these guys cuz one, Johnny Gargano is amazing. I love Johnny. Yeah. And Pete Dunne is, is amazing. Dunne. And I'm like, you guys could have such a good match. Like, that could be match of the night if you give them the time and that, you give them the platform. That
0: has and would main event like almost any other wrestling show that you have, that any company that there is. Exactly. Like, Pete Dunne, Johnny Wrestling would be a main event almost anywhere.
1: I feel like if you don't give the main event to the UK title, it's like, well, why should anybody like, care well, about it? Well, isn't
0: the, well, exactly. But isn't like the NXT title for that takeover, isn't it Andrew Sean Elmas, and Galloway? uh the, i believe the it tax, is. Uh, the,
1: the the war
0: games is gonna war games is the main event yeah but isn't the nxt title also being defended against cn elmas i think so yeah. I, I i have not
1: kept up with nxt as much as i should have um i do know that uh it's still drew mcintyre who's holding the title i do oh, yeah, know Mac- that mcintyre exactly not so, galloway yeah no um yeah, I I don't know exactly what the plan is. I'm trying. I'm gonna like I always fall behind and then try to catch up right before the next takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna end up trying to do. But I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm gonna just like yeah. just just beat myself over the head with NXT until I catch up. Yeah. And it's gonna be all over again because it's so it's so easy to get far behind and it takes a decent amount of time to catch up. Yeah. But yeah, I hope I hope that they actually put like a main event matchup. Even for if the they title. even
0: if it just opens the show. Exactly. Like. like I'm not asking for much. <laughs> like just put them on the show. Put on the show.
1: But yeah, and then finally to kick, to finish off Monday Night Raw, we have the ta- Raw Tag Team Championships being defended. Another the good Sh- match. Yep, The Shield and Dean versus The Bar. Very good, well great heat too from The Bar coming out in Liverpool jerseys. Oh, yeah. Now, I yeah, I actually do follow uh English Premier League soccer or football. Um I'm glad and, you do because yeah, I do not. I I do I do enjoy watching it and I like I do enjoy playing FIFA and all that kind of stuff. So I do I do enjoy. I I personally support uh, Arsenal, which is like Northern London, and
0: I like um, Chelsea. The only soccer team I know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what league they're in. They're, they're in how the same, good league. They same are. league. Same league. When I played FIFA, I played as Chelsea. Of course he did.
1: <laughs> no, but um, it was great to see them get some legitimate heat, though. Because um, I don't like Manchester United. I think they're basically the New England Patriots of, of English Premier League soccer or football. Um, it's just like they're so like stacked to the gills with money, mm-hmm. they can buy any player they want.
0: What's the Los Angeles soccer team? Uh, the LA Galaxy. I have a hat from the LA Galaxy. It's back yeah. at my house. The MLS is actually we're Detroit's, got, Detroit's trying to get an yeah, MLS I saw team. that. I want that so badly. I got the LA Galaxy hat at a thrift store for like want, a dollar.
1: I want. Uh, <laughs> I want a Detroit MLS team so badly, just I'll, so I I'll can probably, actually.
0: I'll probably follow soccer at that point.
1: Exactly. There you go. But yeah, so there was a dangerous double crucifix bomb to Dean on the barricade yep. that I thought was going to break his shoulder. Yep. I was just like, no, <laughs> no, I, I'm getting flashbacks to Finn Balor, like, please don't do this. Um, and then also, also forgot to mention that Roman Reigns will be back next week on Monday Night Raw. Yep. The Shield will be reunited again. And then it's the New Day oh, this- coming from the
0: crowd. So yeah, so New Day come to the crowd, they, they say it's the Siege 2, and then... Kurt Angle comes out, and I think it's funny. You know, Kurt Angle comes out, and he's like, it's the siege. They're they're taking over. I better get my best guys. Yep. And following Keith behind and him are Ethan Rhino. Yep. Like, that'd be like me getting into, like, a bar fight and being like, all right, don't worry. I got my best guys on the job. And then I go to, like, a Crossfit elementary school and get some fourth graders. Like, uh. like. <laughs> It'd be like it'd be like if like Grant went out and like we're like oh I gotta get my boys to back me up and then pulled me aside and we're like my boy Chad will mess him up. Oh like, yeah, I would get demolished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you know it's the new and don't get me wrong maybe Slater and Rhino could take on the New Day. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't know, but no
1: and it's also funny too because like Biggie had to get a microphone and also had to get the sound the sound guys to do their entrance. Yeah. to like throw everyone off. Like I think. I think your tech team has some guys on Raw playing for the other team, guys. Yeah. If, you're, if they're so compliant with the new. Day. And another
0: thing, Kurt Angle's like Braun. You go wait over there, like. Yeah, Braun. Because like, I Braun's like, like. Okay, like no, I want, I want Braun to be like Braun goes where Braun wants exactly. to go, Braun!
1: And they and they did a nah man's not hot joke. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and also they're like, we're going under siege part two.
0: And what's the Raw roster gonna do? Nah, And I love how, like, you know, Sheamus walks up to the ref and goes, "Is this match still a thing?" The ref's like, "Yeah, it never got thrown out." So and there's like, wrestlers everywhere, and Sheamus and Sheamus just, I think Bro kicks Dean and yep. then ro- and then pins him when yep. no one's looking. And, and then,
1: f- um, and no, I think he, I think he, no, was he just roll it, him it, up?
0: I think he, I, no, he, he Bro
1: kicked Dean and then like Seth tried to, no, I thought it was Seth that got broke kicked. one of them. Seth got broke kicked because I remember seeing Dean trying to reach in as Cesaro he's like, no! Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And and the
0: Bar win the tag titles. New tag team champions. Did not see that coming. Oh, me neither. No, I'm happy it happened because now, instead of seeing uh, the Usos versus Dean and Rollins, which I'm sure would have been great, we get the Usos versus the Bar, which will be great, and also the dream match between the New Day and the Shield. There you go. I have said for so long that that is your money match. Like, those three guys need to square off I oh, have six guys. Need yeah, to yeah, screw yeah those, up. those 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 two tr- stables need to fight, and they are now. And I think that will be really cool. Oh, it's gonna be the one shields hell going over. There's yeah. no way the New Day win. Yeah, but it's still cool to see.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's something that I don't think a lot of us thought we would see because yeah. when the New Day were picking up, it was kind of when the Shield broke up. Yeah. So yeah, it was great to see that, and it's great that we're gonna get to see that. That was one hell of a dusty finish, though, if I've ever seen. Oh one. yeah,
0: and it, they did a great job of making the bar of getting heat on the bar and still making Rollin and Dean not look weak. Oh yeah,
1: like yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good Monday Night Raw, if I do say yeah, so. Yeah,
0: both both shows this week were really good. It was just a good week in wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because SmackDown well SmackDown minus Bound for Glory. Yeah. My- <laughs> Again, yeah, That's, that show was hot garbage. I didn't watch that. I did see the promo from from El Patron. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not gonna give you know Impact the the satisfaction of us promoting their show on remasters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, their show's hot garbage. I mean, uh, fight, are we, are we, fight me. Are we uh, really? Scott are we? <laughs> are we really
1: promoting it if we're just tearing it down? Good point. Yeah. When
0: your main event is Johnny Impact versus Eli Drake, now, and I love Eli Drake, but that match was garbage. Yeah, I like Johnny Mundo. Yeah, I like both of them, but. Garbage! You I, just, I karate chopped the mic. I hated it <laughs> dude, so much. Dude, you're so oh, he's so hot right now. I'm he's so taking hot. out the mic. That match got me heated. We got to put him
1: in the corner. Or he's just gonna break this like, entire set. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Okay, no, that, that's enough about Impact yeah. for the now. First is SmackDown
1: lifetime. Live, which is not live because it's pre-recorded. So why are they still call it SmackDown Live?
0: Well, I mean, you know. I don't know if you saw this. It was so
1: edited, it was embarrassing. Like how still had
0: WTF moments on it. Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. It's like you had like four hours to edit the show, and you managed to make it seem even worse. Because Shane McMahon comes out, like his promo is very obviously edited. There are
0: fake pops thrown in there that are so easy to spot. At least, at least, at least I didn't have to pay the crowd. Exactly. I want to go back to Impact for a minute. They put out casting calls on a Canadian website to get backstage, like background actors, to come to their crowd and pretend to be fans. That is mind-boggling. <laughs> Who would? Like you want to make fifty bucks? We could go for two days, watch eight hours of wrestling, and make fifty bucks. Mm. That is insane. Yeah, and I've heard of giving tickets away for free to fill a show, but paying people to ugh. he's
1: right, so continue.
0: he's so hot right continue. now. He's, he's like... Impact Wrestling's a dumpster fire, and this cup of coffee could run a better wrestling show, dude. Like I,
1: I've <laughs> never seen an episode of Impact in my life. You're but... lucky. I did end up seeing the one five star match by Dave Meltzer. The great uh, match. The AJ Styles Samoa Joe Christopher Daniels. There was
0: a time in like the early two thousands where I liked TNA. Oh, I mean more I think than it, I liked WWE. I think it was
1: just because of the X division. But then like after they decided to go head to head with Monday Night Raw, as soon I, as
0: Hulk Hogan bought it, I was out. Yeah. Or Kayfabe bought it. I was Honestly,
1: out. like I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick go off a, off a tangent because um after SmackDown Live, I got to watch the thirty for thirty for Ric Flair. Was that good? That was really good. I missed
0: it because I was. At it work. was
1: really. It was a freaking heartbreak though because like Especially like when they 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 mentioned they they mentioned his retirement they mentioned his retirement and did um, they mentioned TNA they did oh my he's god, like, god they he was like TNA. The, the first day after he's like the first day after my retirement I was miserable and then they cut to him in a wheelchair at TNA <laughs> I was like oh my god
0: no that's the most publicity TNA's like, gotten oh, in years oh no
1: <laughs> and like they showed him in the giant cage match where like his head was getting slammed into the cage <laughs> the lethal
0: lockdown match. yeah they
1: showed that. <laughs> And then they showed him, and I think they showed him and Jay
0: Lethal we- wooing <laughs> Woo. at each other. The oh, when Jay Lethal did Yo, his, his Rick Flair bet. Oh, that was cool. I it, that yeah, moment.
1: I was like, oh no. I was like, yeah, because I was talking in I was talking in the uh, in and cultaholics Discord because I'm a mod in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was talking in the Discord, and and like one of the one of my friend one of the members were like, what is TNA like <laughs> like I would like Rick Flair's retirement, and then right after that we cut the. TNA footage I'm like oh shoot oh no and it it
0: hurt to watch it it really did I remember when when Ric Flair retired and he went to TNA they eventually had a match and I it was like it was I think Ric Flair versus I think it was either Sting or Hogan or it might even have been Bischoff (laughs) but it was the it I say I say it was hot garbage quite a bit it was the hottest of all the garbage. <laughs> like it was like if you took garbage and like lit it a blaze with a blowtorch, that match was hotter than that I mean, hot garbage. I mean, yeah, Th- that that 30 for
1: 30 like Like the like the the build up to like Ric Flair like getting trained to be a wrestler was very interesting and it was really cool because like what they did was because a lot of the stuff they don't have footage for obviously yeah so they had like these little animated segments of like what Ric Flair did to become a wrestler like having to like run up twenty flights of stairs and run down twenty flights of stairs carry firemen carry them up the stairs and then be carried and then be carried up then wheelbarrow them and like the way that they like like showcase that it like. Because, like, you could you could show photos of that and, like, get the idea of Cross, but the fact that you have, like, actual, like, somewhat footage that you can show that is a really interesting way of going about it, because I don't think I've seen a 30 for 30 I'm glad they do did something that. like I'm that.
0: I'm glad they did a cartoon reenactment and not just, like, got a guy who somewhat looks like Rick yeah. Laird. And did, like, a, like those, like, live-action reenactments they do where they get a guy who has, like, the same, like... Skin the hair color is Rick, so that's supposed to be Rick. Yeah, yeah. Like running upstairs. <laughs> now,
1: now, now, the, uh, them, the, them showing the TNA run after his retirement hurt. What hurt more was when they talked about the death of his son. Oh, I can imagine that. That hurt yeah. so much because even Charlotte, which they actually, they, they, they na- they called her by her actual name, Ashley. Yep. They, they, and, um, the fact that when she said, like, if it wasn't for my brother, I wouldn't be wrestling because, mm-hmm. like, that was his dream, not mine. Yeah. And it was just like, it it hurt so bad mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh god. They even showed one of his matches in in all Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep. I was just like, it hurt. It was just like like because you'd look at that and like even even like Rick himself has said like. I wasn't I wasn't the best father, I wasn't the best husband, I wasn't even I wasn't even a good one. He's like, I when I'm gone I wanna be remembered as the best and most entertaining wrestler. Yeah. And even Triple H like says that he uses Ric Flair as an example of you can get to the top and then it can just all fall apart. Yeah. Because like Ric Flair's career is anything but like anything but like diamonds and gold. Like because like when like when he got when it got near the end of that, like it was it was hard and yeah. it was like it was definitely a roller coaster ride of a thirty for thirty. I
0: really enjoyed it. I do recommend if oh, you get- Oh no, I I will find a way to watch yeah, it. It yeah, is can- on my It uh- <laughs> well, soon, I just finished uh, Stranger Things two, uh, so now the Ric Flair thirty for thirty is, yeah. is on my. I list. finished that
1: beforehand, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I don't know if they're gonna have it on their website or if they're gonna have I'll it. I'll find yeah, it somewhere. Means yeah, there'll be means to find it for sure, even but if it's
0: not legal. <laughs> I'll find ways to watch it. It
1: was it was very entertaining and it was very strong and it just like it it it. It makes you love Ric Flair even more, especially because at the beginning of the show they showed the first time they met Rick for the interview in 2015, mm-hmm. and then 2017 um, in February before he had his massive like scare. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing too, because you look at that and you're just like, you look at all this stuff that this guy's went through, but then you see moments when he's with Charlotte, and you see moments where he's just like oozing with happiness, and you're mm-hmm. just like oh god like it's just like it's so good to see him happy because like yeah. uh, for a lot of that time like he even like there's a moment he mentions like I like I couldn't go back to my room after a match like I would yeah. be miserable I, like I couldn't be alone in my room that's why he would go to a bar and like just buy shots for everyone in the bar and start a party Jim Ross would be, would be with him and like can't we just, like, have a couple beers and have a conversation? But it's, like, him needing companionship and, yeah. like, wanting to be have people yeah. around him. And it's just, like, it's such a crazy, interesting story, like, and, like, one that I felt, like, needed to be told. And it's,
0: and it's crazy, too, because, like, you know, a little story time. When I auditioned to be the Ringmasters uh, co-host, um, we talked about who our favorite wrestlers were. And I said that my favorite wrestler of all time, no matter what, was Ric Flair. You know, mm-hmm. I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair is always going to be what i picture a professional wrestler to be you know rick flair is there, there's no one he's untouchable mm-hmm. and you know when he talks about his life you know he made it sound he makes it sound like it's the dream you know yeah. like all the girls he slept with all the venues he sold out like a cel- celebrity status of rick flair oh yeah and it's in like i don't know it it's such a con- contrast from like what actually happened like happens in it well i mean like it's and a giant
1: it's, they even mentioned how much of a contrast it was from the nwa and wcw and wwf because yeah. hulk hogan was the main guy in wwf rick flair was the main guy in the nwa they're so contrasting because like even even hogan said like like flair was 10 times better than me like <laughs> yeah. every time someone's like, like you're such an inspiration to, the, to wrestling and he's like no 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 no, that's rick flair yeah like when he's like and i'm like damn and and, I'm like,
0: and, and if you bring and if you bring somebody who like isn't like a wrestling fan, and you tell them to name like a wrestler. You know they're gonna say Hulk Hogan. They'll probably say like John Cena now or The Rock, but they will also always know who Ric Flair is.
1: I mean, yeah, like, I love, I love, and I knew they were gonna show it, but they showed the footage of the football players saying, Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, stealing wheeling, wheeling dealing, dealing son, son of a gun. gun, woo. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Yeah. I'll give you two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo!
0: it's like
1: oh god like when I first saw that from the Colts locker room I was like that is the coolest like that was that reminded me that was like that and Michigan State doing the giant yes chant were two of my favorite like wrestling moments outside of pro wrestling right it's just such a cool thing but anyway Get back on SmackDown Live's trail, but watch the 30 oh, for no, 30 if you it, can. It
0: is on my to-do list. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it, 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 it is, is very I will, good. I will have it watched by our next Did podcast. you see the XFL one? No. That was really well, entertaining. I watched half of it at a bar. And then right. I hadn't seen the second half.
1: It's very good. By yeah. far, like, I'm going to touch on that too because that was one of my other favorite ones. Just seeing Vince McMahon talk about one of his biggest public failures like mm-hmm. was really interesting. The one moment that was crazy was the one that they talked about the primetime game that was airing on NBC and uh, SNL was up next afterwards. And the generator that were that was used to power the truck runs out of fuel. So they have to cut to the other game that's being aired in a separate area in order, like, like it's like, and the game's getting towards overtime, and then it goes like double overtime, and like they're running overtime, and it was like a huge, I think it was a huge SNL because Jennifer Lopez was gonna be on it, and they had to go over, they had to go over their time slot mm-hmm. because the game was going on too long, and that was the one thing NBC's like, you can have your primetime slot, do not, you gotta get off the air before SNL, and they didn't, mm-hmm. and then like just Vince going, all because someone forgot to fill gas in the goddamn generator. <laughs> I was just like watching this, I'm like.
0: Oh,
1: I'm like, it was just, it was just insane. Cause like you look at that and it's like such a, such a blunder yeah. of, a pro, of a, of a, of a, of just you, a company. Can you
0: imagine if that happened like nowadays of like Vince, Mc- if, if they like, if they you know if, if something happened and like raw went over and like Vince McMahon would just like start firing people. Like, yeah. Just-
1: I mean, it was even cool because they even mentioned like some stuff that XFL did that the NFL now does, like the like the like the like the camera that like follows the 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 football player. Like, uh, I can't remember the actual physical name for it, but like the one that's like hanging above the players, like, like on a giant like string thing. I know, like it's the one that's like always floating behind them. Yeah, yeah. It's like I can't remember the name of it, but I'd like they they took the NFL took that from XFL and like just like the players shots and stuff like that. I'm mean, like. It it was really interesting. The thirty for thirties really in general oh, I love 30 are always great. Like those My
0: personal favorites are the are the um is the bad boys thirty for thirties? Yeah. That was
1: awesome. Yeah, that one was great too. They're yeah. like the WWE twenty fours. I love yeah. those too. Yeah. Like and like any of the WWE DVDs that they do on a certain superstar, I still need to get Kevin Owens's because mm-hmm. that one I was oh, now... like, I need to see that one. Yeah. But yeah. Now now getting back on SmackDown Live. <laughs> Shane McMahon brings out the New Day. He dances with the New Day, kind of celebrates them. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens comes out. Sami Zayn comes out just, like, stomping away as he walks. Just, like, this ridiculous walk. They're awesome. Yeah, nice ole-ole chants. And then they're like, Shane, listen, you're not cool. You should never dance again. They mock Sami Zayn's dance entrance. He's like, listen, we could have beat up the whole Raw roster if we wanted to. It's like, but you set us up to fail. Like, we're not even on the SmackDown team because of you guys. I lost to a low blow. Shane didn't fix that. If I would have done that, I would have been reprimanded immediately. We are the top two superstars on this roster just completely laying into them. And what do the New Day have to respond with that? They call Sami Zayn a paperboy. They call him paperboy. And then they make fun of the fact that Kevin Owens has got his hands so far up your butt that every time Sammy brushes his teeth, which is not often, Kevin Owens gets a manicure. Oh! And I'm just like, God damn it. (laughs) It's like, I say this all the time. You want your baby faces to be like actually like take the high ground, but then they make stupid jokes like this. I feel
0: like the New Day is okay, though, because the New Day's entire gimmick is they're childish people. Who have their own cereal, wear unicorn horns, and are just jokers. So I feel like they get a pass. Yeah, but now if the... that would have been AJ Styles who said that, I understand your point.
1: But here's the thing, though. Like you say that, and then you want to make Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens seem legitimate because then afterwards they they had Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston. This
0: I don't agree with. Yes,
1: you have them come out. They make fun of Sami Zayn, and then Kofi Kingston goes over with a crossbody. Yeah. With a crossbody. See, part of me felt like this was a botch because Kevin Owens came in, and I thought he missed his cue. I mm-hmm. thought he came in, was supposed to interrupt Kofi Kingston for the pinfall, and then it would be a DQ win for Kofi Kingston. But he got the pinfall victory, and then K- KO started beating up on him.
0: I was like, what the hell happened? Because I don't think that was supposed to happen. I, I too, um, th- thought that, and I think I read somewhere that uh, that's, like, an overall consensus is that they think it was a botch. Because like yeah, Kevin Owens looked like he missed his cue, and it doesn't make sense for Sami Zayn to lose to Kofi Kingston with a high without with clean a yeah body yeah.
1: I'm like it just did not make sense at all. Um, the only thing that I took from this match was when Kofi was like bouncing on the top rope and then mm-hmm. flipped onto Sami Zayn. That was very cool, and it also made me th- realize how much I want the Blue Thunderbomb to actually pin people. Yeah.
0: Because like, it's such a good move. So do you think, I, I I actually just had this thought, do you think next week on SmackDown, do you think the New Day are going to be like in the ring doing something and then the Shield invasion? I could see the Shield coming down. I could the ring see that, yeah. Them.
1: Especially since Roman is returning, I could see yeah. Raw putting SmackDown under siege with basically just with the just Shield. With just the Shield? Yeah. I,
0: I thought the same thing. Maybe the Shield and then maybe like Braun. But like... You know, it's, it's kind of sad that, you know, the entire SmackDown roster, minus the main eventers, had to, had to like, get involved with a, a, a siege, and I feel like they just need the shield Joe and Braun, and they could do probably more damage. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And coming after that, we had Randy Orton versus Rusev to get the final, the, the next position for the Raw, for the SmackDown team um eight in english comes out it's rusev, it's rusev day. the first thing i did i got my 280 characters on twitter the first thing i did for <laughs> that was to test that out it's rusev day. did you
0: see did you see you know how like when smackdown's going on you know how they, yeah how no, they i show, saw like the. I, they, s- they, yeah, I yeah i saw
1: on the twitter like uh, on the twitter on on, on the bottom yeah, hand, yeah yeah it's rusev day was one of them yeah. that was great um Rusev gets hit with an RKO, basically out of like a legitimate out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, nowhere yeah. you would say. Basically <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, so Randy Orton's now on Team SmackDown Live, and poor yeah. Rusev is left off the show. Well, he was
0: all well. Randy Orton was the first guy announced on the on the team. Like he was always on the team. This was just, this was his last shot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, this was this was you know Randy's already on the team. If Rusev wins, he's on the team. If he doesn't, he's not on the team. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, because Randy was like the first guy that yeah, announced.
1: Randy was already on. I remember. But yeah. then we had Ellsworth backstage
0: before I'm really upset Rusev shit. isn't on the on the team.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am too. I'm I'm upset because Rusev's great. Cuz yeah. I just I feel and, like I feel like if they turned him babyface, I feel like they might actually do a little bit more I with really, him.
0: Especially if they kept him with Aiden English and they did the Rusev Day kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Cuz he's he's
1: so over. He's if, so if over. They up, if, they, if they do
0: a shakeup, if they they do a shakeup, they either need to get Rusev and Aiden on Raw. Or they need to get Elias Sampson on SmackDown mm-hmm. and make them a trio.
1: Yes. Because that would be cool. That would be very cool. Because then you could have like a legitimate It's Rusev and, Day with, band. with a
0: song, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, that, that could be your entrance theme. Like, Just oh, make a oh, song for that'd that. That
0: would be great. I didn't even think of that. Like, Elias and Aiden come down and sing Rusev Day as, as Rusev, Rusev just Rusev walks Rusev just out, walks down. That would be, so, be so cool. It that would needs be amazing. Be a, that needs to be a thing now.
1: But yeah, um... We had... This was announced earlier in the day. We got James Ellsworth versus Becky Lynch. Um, I'm grasping at straws, but it's intergender wrestling in WWE. I mean, that's something, right? I mean,
0: we haven't had that in years. And we didn't need it again. Yeah, well... (laughs) I'd be okay if I never saw it again.
1: Honestly, it's like... It's a start because I know there are people that like the fact that intergender wrestling is somewhat back. I
0: have no problem with in like in PWG like there's intergender wrestling. Yeah, well, one of the best matches I've ever seen. The Young Bucks put spikes on their shoes and super kick Candice LeRae in the face during, and her face like it was brutal. But I have a problem with it being Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah, I have well, a problem with James Ellsworth being employed. Here's in that company. my here's
1: my problem with this match necessarily was one the Becky Lynch, the women's Survivor Series, the entire women's Survivor Series team. Felt the need to be out there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you feel the need to back back up Becky Lynch when she's facing James, James Ellsworth. Ellsworth of all people? Like if she
0: was going toe to toe with like Asuka, <laughs> or if you're gonna keep the intergender, if she was going toe to toe with Braun Strowman, sure, yeah. you bring out the entire squad.
1: But before but... yeah, before the match started, when they were backstage, uh ellsworth is saying all this sexist stuff like you're a woman and i'm a man a woman should never be in the ring i only let carmella do it because it makes her happy this is manchester not Womanchester. that was it and i'm that just like a, that was a yeah. funny line then uh, becky's like those are ballsy statement pity you don't have any oh no i was like <laughs> at that actually i was like ooh. ooh. And i was like that was all right but i was just like i love the fact that we're just making Ellsworth literally sexist for no reason. More very
0: sophisticated writing from WWE. Of course, <laughs> like
1: I feel like Vince wrote that all down at once, oh, just probably. by himself,
0: and probably it was probably like busting a gut with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> They're in <laughs> Manchester. Sexist not, jokes, <laughs> not Womanchester. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's just just put that picture of uh, Vince McMahon laughing with Arthur just yep. all over the place. Yep. Um,
0: And then I said, Manchester, not Not one Manchester. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like,
1: uh, he's got all his yes-men surrounding him. This is the part where I never get the job to work with WWE as a commentator. (laughs) This is the part where they never hire me. See, I feel
0: like anybody who has a wrestling podcast, unless you're just a WWE shill, does indeed point out things wrong with WWE. So I feel like you're fine on that end. I feel like
1: at the, but at the same time, it's like, I want them to be good, but, like, they gotta, they gotta hire some better writers. Yeah. They gotta hire some better writers. And get um, a better owner. Uh, See, you didn't say that. I did. I'll yeah, never work for exactly. <laughs> Um Yeah, so there was, like, this match was way longer than it needed to be. It was really, like, I thought, why is this match longer than 30 seconds? It should just be Becky kicks Ellsworth in the no chin. <laughs> and then puts her in the puts him in the disarmor and then wins the match. It went on for, like, four minutes. I was like, this did not need to happen. Nope. And I'm like, I don't even want to mention, like, what happened in the match because I was just like, wow, this is stupid, except for the fact that Carmella, after the match, super kicked James Ellsworth in the face. Yep. Now, people were like, could this be a, he- a babyface turn for Carmella? I don't think so because the idea is that Carmella is basically using and, like, dragging along – Ellsworth and like I think he's into this kind of stuff like oh, oh no
0: I feel like Ellsworth is like yes oh man hit put me the, put the kids to bed this is becoming a whole new different podcast here's the thing the here's
1: the thing it's like with WWE you can expect them to sneak something like this in mm-hmm. in in their PG program for god's sakes we had El, uh, Enzo try to sleep with a man's wife mm-hmm. it's like we can sne- he can sneak something in there if he wants to but yeah, then we announced that Char- Charlotte will face Natalia next week for the SmackDown Women's Championship.
0: Here's my question for you, good sir. Go ahead. Do you think that Charlotte goes over just like AJ may or may not go over, uh, since we haven't touched upon it in the podcast yet, <laughs> because they don't like the idea of Natalia versus Alexa Bliss? I feel. Or like... do you think Natalia goes over because they want Carmella to cash in a Survivor Series? Uh, and they don't want Carmel and they don't want Charlotte to take that rub.
1: See, I feel like they do it with either of them. Well, just because-, because my
0: thought process here is, if Charlotte, you know, Charlotte's coming off that very successful thirty for thirty, and it's Charlotte, so it makes sense for her to be your champion. But also, I want Carmella to to be the champion.
1: Yeah. It's 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 the same thing we were saying kind of about AJ. Like people wanted AJ Styles to beat Jinder Mahal so that way they could have Jinder Mahal. They didn't so they wouldn't get Jinder versus Brock. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, they don't want. Aj to be fed to Brock Lesnar. It's like it's 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 a. It, I looked at that. I looked at that, and it was like a lose lose. It was like it was a win lose for either of them because like you got something good out of it, but at the same because like if you had Jinder facing Brock, you got to see people ki- Brock kill Jinder. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Aj wouldn't be your champion. But if you had Aj win, Aj would be your champion, and Jinder wouldn't be your champion. But then he would most likely lose to Brock, and then there's the possibility with the India tour coming back around that he would become a two-time champion heading into that India tour. It's like it's it's really like you're you're picking your poison at this point because it's like take the red pill, this happens. Take the blue pill, this happens. It's mm-hmm. like they literally took that from an online wrestling post. Mm-hmm. It was like we're gonna do that. Yeah. But yeah, so I think. See, I feel like they would give Charlotte the title because of the thirty for thirty. I don't think they're going to have um, Carmella cash in just yet. You don't think so? I don't think so. I feel like what would happen would be that Charlotte would, would win the title, face uh, Alexa Bliss, and then like Which is say and then say Becky Lynch wants the title offer and then Carmella cashes in. Okay, I feel that like makes sense. Becky would be an easier person for them to cash in because Becky hasn't had too much stuff to do mm-hmm. and it would give a good reason a storyline for her to get her title back because yeah. she won it fair and square and Carmella sneaked her way to get the title. Mm-hmm. Um that's what I feel like would
0: happen. that, that makes sense. I like that.
1: Yeah, but then we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Usos. This match was just
0: stupid. Well, I mean, I think I think the ending had to get uh, changed because I think Jimmy got hurt. Yeah, he did
1: get hurt. Yeah, Jimmy, I, I heard I heard a rumor about that. Yeah,
0: he uh, he I think fucked his shoulder right up. So here's
1: here's what I would say about that. Like I understand that too, but like kayfabe reasons, it makes no sense. I understand if he's hurt and like if he is hurt, get get well soon but it doesn't make any sense for the referee to stop sh- like sh- stop Gable or sh- stop Shelton from going outside to bring Us- the Usos back into the ring because they had champion's advantage. Mm-hmm. And it was like it made no sense why the referee stopped him. It made no re- sense why they listened. Yeah. Um this is what I would have figured that they should have done. Um like you could have brought him back into the ring and had, like, Uso superkick him and then win the match just like that. It would have mm-hmm. been a quick and dumb finish, but it wouldn't be let them keep the titles by countout stupid because that's how stupid that was. Yeah. Um. But if it is because of an injury, like, I can kind of understand it a little bit more. But, but I if feel like- a,
0: But if it is an injury, they should still have had Shelton and Gable go over so then at least we have a tag team chance. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but, like, even, even then, like, you could just, just had them win by DQ. Right. Like, you could have just had like.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, if the Usos are, if one of the Usos is hurt and they can't make Survivor Series, are you just scrapping that match? You should at least put the belts on Gable and Benjamin, so at least we have tag team champions to face the Bar.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they know the extent of the injury at the same time, though. So mm-hmm. we'll see exactly how that is. Um, but um, the um, there was a AJ Styles promo afterwards from backstage. There were more edited pops. He said, I'm going to become the Beastmaster. Can we just drop that name right now? The Beastmaster is the stupidest name you could ever give to someone. Like, I'm okay with Kingslayer. I'm okay with, like, I slayed the beast. Mm -hmm. Um, Beastmaster? That sounds like something from Dungeons and Dragons, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, they also announced two more matches for next week, SmackDown Live, so it's like, basically, they announced the entire card for next week, SmackDown Live, Mm. because we got the Women's Championship, we also have Baron Corbin versus Sin Cara for the United States Championship. Come on, Sin Cara! Like, come on! Pull it off! You can do it, man! And then we have the New Day versus Kevin and Sammy next week, which should be a very good match.
0: Which is when the Shield will probably interfere.
1: Yeah, Probably. Um, and then finally the we main had event the main event Jinder Rahal versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship uh, I was not able to avoid spoilers with this one because mm-hmm. um, of oh, course I. because of the fact that it was recorded four hours prior basically because they're in the UK um, I was not able to avoid spoilers especially when I follow the Cultaholic guys mm-hmm. it's like it's very hard to avoid that it's mm-hmm. like it's like, geez, like it's like you'd have to basically cut your internet connection off. Cause even the WWE Network app plugged it. Like they're like yeah. they're like they they notified me and I was like, Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, I'm assuming just to make sure people would watch. Yeah. But like at the same time, people were gonna watch anyway because AJ was gonna get into the, the title. Because we knew a
0: title match was coming. Yeah, but. exactly.
1: You don't need to be like Some, a title has changed so that way we would watch. We were gonna watch anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, but AJ Styles is the world champion. Yep,
1: he just he just shook his AJ Styles shirt like crazy. Yeah, uh, I wanted to mention how the UK crowd chanted, "You can't wrestle and you're on steroids to Jinder. Oh no. <laughs> uh, to which, to which the the you're on steroids chant, he flexed. <laughs> I was like, uh, now two things. I, I think both those chants are are very 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 uh, stubborn and like not true. Because Jinder can wrestle. Everybody on the main roster can wrestle. Like, there's not a single person in there that can't wrestle, in my opinion. I agree. And I'll, t- for I'll fan, agree with that. For fans to chant, you can't wrestle, when none of them have wrestled a day in their lives, like, you can't say that. You could say maybe he's not the best
0: worker. I'm wrestling with student loan debt. Can I say Jinder Mahal can't wrestle? I don't think that's the same thing. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can't really say
1: that. It's, and the you're on steroids, like, if you look at... Uh, gender's instagram and his twitter he like he works rat. he works like a mother trucker like it's yeah. crazy and also i'm sure he's on supplements but nothing like illegal yeah. i'm sure like he he he, he says his, he says his prayers he eats his vitamins yeah
0: he, he follows the whole kogan regimen
1: oh guarantee, yeah
0: <laughs> um so yeah aj
1: styles is the new wwe champion this is the first time in history that a title has changed hands in the uk
0: yeah big deal Huge, great, deal.
1: huge deal. Congrats to the UK crowd cuz they deserve something like yeah, this. Like I, 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 if they can't get if they can't get a pay-per-view out of WWE, at least they finally got a title change and a main title change. Yeah. And something as big as AJ Styles becoming the new WWE champion. So yeah, I mean that is that's it and now we have AJ Styles heading to face the beast Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, which I'm like I I think would be a good match and I think if anyone were to put on a good wrestling match with Brock Lesnar it would be AJ Styles
0: it's a dream match I'm excited it's,
1: I agree yeah and I'm I'm also excited but I feel like there's a lot of fear that AJ will be fed to Brock See, I don't
0: think he's gonna get fed I don't think he'll win I think Brock will definitely win and I think Brock will definitely dominate for a lot of it but I don't think it's gonna be AJ gets no out offense I think AJ has too much s- stock with that company and I think AJ is too good to get buried
1: Yeah, well, I don't even think he would get buried if he lost, just because of the fact that he's AJ freaking Styles. Um, And then, of course, there's the rumors that's going around that Jinder Mahal is being advertised for the Indian tour uh, that's happening over in December uh, as a two-time WWE champion. So will we see AJ hold this title for like a month or two and then give it back to Jinder?
0: Which, I mean, you know, the entire point is for him to have it for the tour. So I'm okay with it. As long as after the tour is over, he loses it at the next... pay-per-view like i'm okay with a two-time i just as long as they drop it immediately after that
1: yeah i, I th- yeah i mean like if, if if your whole point is to sell the tour i guess mm-hmm. yeah but i was just like i just look at that and i'm like jinder mahal two-time champion like that still irks me just the slightest bit mm-hmm. and i'm like like even just to talk about gender again like i don't hate gender mm-hmm. the ca- the guy the character like i think the character is boring i don't think i think the idea of a snare uh, a sneaky heel that has his two buddies has already been done before hell it's been done with seth rollins with j and j security we've seen this sort of thing before so it's nothing original my issue is the fact that what we're being so lazy with this and the stuff that we're giving Ginder is just like nothing entertaining, nothing interesting, and nothing that does legitimately good heel work. Because, mm-hmm. like, the only heel work is that nobody wanted gen- Well, most people didn't want Ginder's champion because it's a member of three, it's the worst member of 3MB. It's just the fact that, like, like I I want I want Gender to do good. I want everybody to do good. I want WWE to be the best that it possibly can be. I just don't cuz I know Gender's working hard. And like they're all working hard to work with what they're given mm-hmm. by a crazy lunatic boss and a <laughs> and a fourth grade writing staff. Mm-hmm. But it's just like man, I mean, if it hasn't worked once, why are we going to try again? Cuz especially like as Josh said previously, like it's been heard that the Jinder Mahal as the as the WWE champion isn't working to get the Indian audience. So why are we going to try again? Right. I, it just it just doesn't make any sense. Hell, put the IC title on him. Yeah. Like or put the or, US title. Listen, on I him. I
0: think him with a US title run would be more successful. Because there you go. Then, then oh you hate America. Yeah. There's You're your the foreign US gimmick. champion. Yeah. But then go. again,
1: but then again, we've done that so many times. Yeah. Like, but, but like but, at least it yes. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's one interesting week in wrestling for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, been, yeah, it's been a very great week. Um, hopefully, the next few weeks leading into Survivor Series can be even better. But, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us here on Ringmasters. Now, we do have a Twitter account now for the Ringmasters podcast. You can follow us at... At
0: Ringmasters pod. It's very easy to... It's very easy. Yep, it's at very easy. And then, and
1: then you can follow me, Austin, at szoomer4 on Twitter, and you can follow Chad. I am at the Chad100. So thank you guys once again for tuning in for another episode of Ringmasters Podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Have a
0: wrestle tastic day.